0: or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services.
2: NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio.
0: Hey, it's our time, man. Huh? Remember what we're here to do. The belt time. Let's get the train rolling.
3: Sets his launches. To the end zone. Caught. Stephon Diggs. Touchdown, Buffalo. Let's go. Touchdown, LA. we Okay, Pocket crumbling. He's hit. He's sacked. Yeah. Aaron Donald wrapping up the goats. Ah. He is the absolute heartbeat of this offense. Let's go. Come on, man. Find a way to get it. Let's go. He's unstoppable.
4: That guy's a superhero.
5: You will not see a better play than this all season. That's Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Are we
2: there yet? We're almost there. We are one day away, finally, from kickoff of the NFL's two, uh, 100, not 200, hundred, would be news, 103rd season. I'm Andrew Siciliano. This is Steve Weich. This is NFL Now on NFL Network from our newsroom in Los
5: Angeles. It is good to see you, sir. Great seeing you. Super hot outside. It's going to be super hot in that stadium tomorrow. Now I'm talking about the game, not just the temperature. It is 100 degrees outside
2: here in L.A. It feels like 200 degrees, hence I got the number of years wrong. Ah, 103 years. See what we got there. However, I can tell you this, as we're one day away, it has been 207 days since we had a game that meant something. The Rams and the Bengals at SoFi. Now we're going to get the Rams and Bills at SoFi.
6: You know, I think uh, sometimes it feels like it's been an eternity, and sometimes it feels like it's gone in the blink of an eye, but here we are. You know, I know this. This week feels real. It feels like you're getting into that game preparation. I think it's awesome because, you know, sometimes I feel like it's the hurry up and wait, you know, whether you're kicking off on Sunday night or, you know, my second year, we had the Monday night second part of the doubleheader, and you just want to get out there and play, and so... Uh, we're excited about the challenge. And usually, you know, if you're in this game, one of the two teams has done something pretty special the previous year. We know that has nothing to do with it, but uh, I'm excited. It feels like it's come fast, um, but depending upon the type of day, that, you know, the time of day you asked me, I'd answer that differently. But I know this, I'm excited about watching our guys compete, watching them do the best, uh, you know, compete to the best of their abilities and play with a quieted mind and, and let's go let it all hang out.
7: I ain't going to lie to y'all. I'm not about to sit up here and boost them up like y'all might want, like maybe other people are doing. I ain't doing that. I ain't gonna be extra, they good, you know what I mean? But we good too over here, so we're gonna we'll see him on Thursday. We're gonna play football. But I ain't I ain't gonna see here and boost nobody up. Nobody. I got I got respect him, but I got more respect for the game and and the way that I prepare and the way my teammates been preparing. And I trust and belief in each other. So I'll boost us up. I'll talk about us and and our preparation, but you know, they can do that with with them over there. We're gonna go out there Thursday and we're gonna our best effort out there and, you know, do what we got to do.
2: Love that from Jalen Ramsey Tuesday at the Rams facility in Thousand Oaks. Steve, you were there for that. This morning, Good Morning Football, we did this whole thing. They did this whole thing in New York about are people
5: overlooking
2: the Rams. I don't think that's what Jalen is saying there, but there is an edge that you felt yesterday.
5: An, an absolute edge. And this is not, you know, Jalen Ramsey said it out loud, but this is walking around the locker room. And I want to take you back to a, a great HBO series called The Wire and the oh, in of the wire, Omar. And one of the greatest lines ever is, when you come for the king, you best not miss. That is very much the attitude I got from the locker room with the Rams. and I don't think Sean McVay or any coach is telling everybody, look at all this conversation with the Bills. This is a veteran team of proud guys, and they cannot wait for the game to play. And I was talking to Bobby Wagner. He's like, sure, beginning of the game, there's going to be you know all the fanfare and some shock and awe on the field with this play and that play. But when things settle down, and both of these teams get squared up, that's when the real deal will come to play.
2: We haven't seen any of the Rams' key offensive pieces in the preseason. None of the starters play for Sean McVay. So we haven't yet seen how Allen Robinson is going to work in or how the run game might adjust with two new pieces on the offensive line. But we do know that they are going up against a Leslie Frazier defense. They gave up the fewest yards in
5: the NFL last year, Steve, and gave up the fewest points. Yeah, look, and it's a very solid defense in the run in the pass game. And I asked Sean McVay about this, and I was like, how does someone like Leslie Frazier, who pretty much runs the same concepts, you know, a 4-3 front, you know, stay on top of all the evolving offenses? He's like, look, you know on the early downs what you're going to see, but he mixes up things so beautifully that you're always in conflict, right? And that's the big thing you want to do. So with the Rams, you talked about not seeing a lot of their starters. They might have a surprise element right here. Why was he Revan Jefferson? We don't know his status He's probably the third wide receiver for the Rams. So second-year wideout, Tutu Atwell, this is speaking to people in the locker room yesterday. You've heard a lot of praise throughout training camp about him. They said he's the guy who really is going to surprise some people. This was a second-round draft pick who didn't have a catch last year. I'm from the Show Me State. That's Missouri. I want him to show me, but he apparently has shown the Rams a lot as to where they think he could be, again, someone who shows up On the field Thursday night to do something for this offense under the guidance of Eric Yarber, the wide receiver coach, who might be one of the best in the NFL at developing wide receiver.
2: And there is a big question here for the Rams. Let's assume for a second that Van Jefferson isn't going to play. We'll get the official injury designations later today, but Jefferson has not practiced this week and he's still recovering from that second knee surgery. He's maybe a week potentially away. Tutu Atwell is the deep threat, but you're not going to use him in motion much in the run game. Ben Skorodek is a bigger wide receiver who you can use in the run game. Are there tells, depending on who the third guy is on the field? It's a fascinating chess match here between Sean McVay, who's been showing nothing in the preseason because nobody is playing, and Leslie Frazier that is bringing back the number one defense in the NFL. We start the show on a Wednesday with a quote from The Wire. Well done, Steve. You got it. All right, let's move on here. Get some other news from around the NFL. Some quarterback news that Ian Rappaport had for you earlier. Ian is here. Mike Garafolo is here. Happy Week One Wednesday to both of you. That news, Ian, that you had today is out of New York, where it's not going to be Zach Wilson Week One. It's going to be Joe Flacco, and this this may be a while.
8: Yeah, expected to be a while, and really no surprise when you think of the actual injuries. For Zach Wilson. It's not just the meniscus tear, not just the trim that he had that probably would have knocked him out about three or four weeks, would have put him in position to play week one. This is also about the bone bruise. And that is why you're going to see Joe Flacco in a revenge game against his old team, the Baltimore Ravens, the team that he won a Super Bowl with, the team that made him very, very rich with that massive contract in the team that he has now put in his rear view mirror uh, because Zach Wilson had to be off his feet for several weeks, had to not just rehab the meniscus, uh, but make sure that the bone bruise healed as well. He's had a couple of workouts that were encouraging Mike, but just not quite ready to go yet. So they say, and Robert Sala said today, that is going to be until at least week four when we see Joe Flacco in as the starting quarterback. A fascinating development for the Jets, but they've been hiring him in camp, so we'll see.
9: Yes, and Saul is saying that they're going to not put Zach Wilson on injured reserve even though they don't expect him to play for the first three weeks because they want him to get practice time while he's working his way back. So taking the approach for the long term while also thinking about in the short term how much work can he get to make sure – Uh, that he makes up for any missed time and he can hit the ground running once he is ready to go. Speaking of hit the ground running, that's why the Jets in large part wanted Joe Flacco and the starters to play in that preseason finale against the Jets. We were just seeing some highlights there. There were some lowlights. There was a bad interception. It wasn't a great performance, but nobody reading too much into that. They just wanted Flacco and that starting offensive line to work together and just get a little bit of game Uh, Atmosphere because they knew that it was likely that Flacco was going to be the guy. Come week one, here we are. They're expecting a much better
2: performance from a veteran quarterback who looked really sharp for the entire summer, Andrew. So we get the Joe Flacco against Lamar Jackson game, and the three games Wilson misses at a minimum are Baltimore, Cleveland, and Cincinnati. He could be back in, as he said, potentially for Pittsburgh. And yes, you are hearing me correctly. The Jets play the entire AFC North the first four weeks of this season. Strange but true. Let's get to Lamar Jackson, Mike. You were on the Game Day kickoff special last night for the new season. Um, With some insight on Lamar, we're talking about, he said the deadline was week one. I mean, Wednesday, first practice is kind of week one. Is today the deadline?
9: I I, I don't know. And I don't know that anybody really knows. And frankly, this deadline, he could still do it next week. It's a self-imposed deadline from Lamar Jackson, but... I I think the thought on his end and maybe on the team's end when they heard this was as long as it's done before kickoff, extensions usually get done the Saturday before the Sunday game. So I I think that's probably your deadline. And, again, nobody's really saying once it comes that – They can't just revisit it at some point. So we'll see how it goes. But I did mention on that NFL game day kickoff special last night you were talking about. And by the way, speaking of NFL game day, uh, I have this game, Jets-Ravens for Sunday. So this is like doing a little show prep for Sunday while also game dropper. Very good. I like that one. Uh, But listen, uh, there's a ways to go here. Ian's going to follow up with some of the details. Uh, There's work to be done here for Lamar Jackson to come close to an extension with the Ravens by the deadline, Ian.
8: Yeah, and you know, usually, Mike, if a deal is getting done by this point, if a deal is getting done right before the season, there will be some momentum toward that deal. Uh, I don't sense that at all. Not saying it can't get done. I'm just saying right now, I don't sense anything is imminent. I don't sense it's moving in that direction. And This was always going to be an extremely, extremely difficult deal to do because the Deshaun Watson contract really changed a lot of things. Two hundred thirty million dollars, fully guaranteed. The Russell Wilson contract came after that, had about $165 million in total guarantees, so not the full guarantees that Deshaun got, not even close. You know Lamar Jackson, who's uh, serving as his own agent, is going to push for as much full guarantees as possible. Uh, That is why it's going to be difficult to get done. And if it doesn't get done this week, then what you're looking at is several franchise tags for Lamar Jackson, then Maybe the chance to cash in as a free agent, but that would mean he's taking a lot of risk on himself. So anyway, pretty complicated for Lamar and the Ravens.
2: Complicated as we wait here for maybe some kind of news, potentially, who knows, on Lamar Jackson. We did have news today, Mike, in Buffalo. Dawson Knox had made it clear he wanted to stay there with the Bills. Um, They gave him a nice contract to do that
9: dawson's no- dawson knox's brother tragically passed away recently and the buffalo bills fan base uh came and showed their support in more ways than one to dawson knox uh and he had said within the last couple of days that yeah i, I want to be here for a long time well this deal a four-year contract 53.6 million dollars uh north of 31 million in guaranteed money certainly makes it clear that he's going to be here for beyond this last season of his contract so he's now under contract through 2026, a very popular player, a tough, hard-nosed player, a guy who threw a touchdown with a broken hand last year. I mean, that is the most Buffalo play I think we've ever seen. So there's the tweet from Dawson Knox uh, saying how excited he is to co- uh, call Buffalo home for the next several years. Uh, just a, a, a really good story for a very popular player,
2: Kyle Brant, a big Buffalo guy, said it's his
9: favorite bill. I think he tweeted that earlier. So there you
2: go. Kyle's very excited for Dawson Knox. Uh, congratulations there to Dawson Knox at Emotional Roller Coaster, speaking openly and from the heart about his brother Luke just a couple of days ago, and then a new contract today ahead of the Bills' opener tomorrow here in Los Angeles. Ian Rappaport, Mike Arafolo, thank you both. Nick Shook coming up next with some somewhat surprising selections for week one. I appreciate the
7: grain, never me about the noise. only I'm in the same building, but the change. I for the waiting now.
6: Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck you buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer, check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
0: Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call one 800 gambler twenty four seven or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Every game is notable
2: week number one. However, we pick some of our favorites here to squeeze onto one screen. Of the 16, we like the game coming up on Thursday. How about that Baker Bowl? And then all these other games as well. I I, I know every week one game has amazing storylines. And there are favorites and there are underdogs. And how about this one? Nick Shook's going to be with us every week. Oh, he gets his own animation. That is. Nick,
10: did you make that yourself? No, I don't have those uh, After Effects skills. That's uh, to everybody in production
2: okay well the rams are two and a half point underdogs somehow according to DraftKings, at home as the defending champions against everyone's darling america's darling the buffalo bills what do you like about the rams
10: well i love the fact that they're due for their coronation they're ready to celebrate the fact that they got that super bowl victory at home they're back at home they're on prime time it's a great way to start the title defense of except that they're not expected to win and why is that as you said buffalo america's darling but what do i love about the rams well they got plenty of firepower and not a lot of turnover Allen robinson i think is going to be a big part of this offense there are some concerns about matthew stafford's elbow he said it's not going to limit him but you know it's kind of been the storyline of training camp a little bit there having said that this is the first time uh, in NFL history that we've had two different players, Josh Allen and Matthew Stafford, come in with 40-plus touchdowns in the previous season and meet up in week one. And if I have to pick one, I'm going to pick the team that has done the job, that has gotten over the hump, that has won the Super Bowl, not the team that has run into, uh, well, they've fallen short in the last couple postseasons in the Bills. I like this as a Super Bowl pick as well.
2: Yeah, I think in these kickoff games, the the defending champion is like 14-3, and three, something like that. I'm also... With the Rams, but then again, I'm mildly biased. Vikings, two and a half point underdogs, according to DraftKings against the Packers. A lot of people like the Vikings big picture this year. Nick, what about this week?
10: Yeah, the Vikings are a sneaky team this year. I don't think a ton of people are paying attention to them, and it's because they're in the Packers division where they've been the Packers' little brother in the last few years. But the Packers might lack a little bit of punch this time around. We know Devontae Adams is no longer in Green Bay. They have a pretty deep receiving core, but unproven, and there's no defined number one. And what do we know about these two teams? They can tend to get into some some shootouts. Last year, they got into quite a shootout in Minnesota in Week 11. And the Vikings came out on top before they were dominated by the Packers later later in the season. So I'm going to pick the Vikings here. I like their chances against this unproven Packers team. According to DraftKings Sunday night, Cowboys
2: at home, a point and a half underdogs to the Buccaneers. What do you like about the Cowboys, the home team?
10: Well, this is a redo of last year's season opener. An explosive performance, 60 combined points between these two teams. But these two teams have also suffered some losses. We know about the Buccaneers' interior offensive line, injuries, retirement, free agency. They have to adjust there, but they do have Tom Brady. So they got a chance, right? Well, the Cowboys, they're starting a rookie at left tackle, and they've got a remade receiving core. But I give them the edge because they're at home, and they also have enough firepower to go win. I think Tony Pollard's going to have a great year. And I'm excited to see what he can do with that offense. If I have to choose between the two, I'm going the home team. I'm going with the Cowboys to get that week one win.
2: Okay, the Chargers are the home team against the Raiders on Sunday. With the Raiders fans, it may sound like a Raiders home game. The Raiders, though, according to DraftKings, Nick, three and a half point underdogs.
10: Yeah, well, you know what? Guess who ended their chances of making the playoffs last year? The Raiders. And guess who has matched their offseason moves? The Raiders. And guess who has Devontae Adams? The Raiders. I'm going to give them the edge in this game. J.C. Jackson not expect, not likely to play. So I'm going to give the Raiders the edge. I like what they're doing with Josh McDaniels. I'm excited to see them play this year. Coming up next
2: are the Jaguars this year's turnaround team. We'll ask the oldest Jaguar, Marvin Jones Jr. joins us coming up next NFL Now.
0: or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services.
2: We all like to make comparisons. I mean, that's what we do when we watch sports, when we watch anything. Doug Peterson made a comparison recently to a former teammate as we get ready for the Jaguars and the Commanders. He compared Trevor Lawrence to Brett Favre.
11: Obviously, that's a definitely a compliment and I'm appreciative, you know, I Try not to pay too much attention to any of that, but um, I mean that's cool to be, you know, using the same sentence as Brett and just seeing how his, his career was and how great of a player he was. So that's obviously um, cool thing for me. But at the end of the day, like I got to go, I got to go prove it on the field and perform. So it doesn't really change anything, but it's definitely, definitely cool to see the improvement, guys of the of the guys that were here and see how much better that we've gotten. And then obviously the new additions have helped a ton, um, and just the whole mindset. I think the culture is really flipped and that's something that doesn't happen overnight so it's taken a lot of a lot of work by a lot of people and I think we're in a great spot right now and we just got to keep building on that obviously you got to sustain it and I'm just really excited to now have an opportunity to prove it you know this this one counts and we're gonna you know have 17 games at least to, to prove who we are.
2: Man shows you how things have changed we're comparing him to Brett Favre this guy has a front row seat for that Marvin Jones joining us live now on Jaguars camp. As they get ready for week number one and the commanders. Marvin, thanks for joining NFL Network. How are you, man?
4: Okay, I'm doing amazing. Doing amazing.
2: Appreciate you. Hey, thanks for being here. You've played with Andy Dalton, Matthew Stafford, checking down some of the names here, a whole bunch of quarterbacks. Now you get year two of Trevor Lawrence. Your coach has compared him to Brett Favre. I know that's leadership here. No one's given him a gold jacket yet. But what do you see the difference year one to year two?
4: I mean, you know, it's always uh, it's always a positive that you get the experience, you know, Um, he's got gotten a year of experience under his belt. Um, So, you know, he's seen he's seen a lot of things, um, you know, seen a lot of looks from, um, you know, from defenses, you know, been around the locker room and um, and really takes a grasp of that. You know, so um, definitely, you know, definitely he's a leader and you show that much. uh, It shows that. Um, that maturity that he has, um, uh, you know, he's even killed. There's nothing that really bothers him. Um, you know, he's all about, you know, just getting better and working, you know. So um, that's what you see, and you see that confidence coming into the year too. He was on the podium earlier this morning. You just saw that. He, he said that the
2: everything has flipped. The culture has flipped. Do you feel that
4: as well? Yes. I mean, I felt that the, the, day, the day we came, the day we came in in the spring, Um, Obviously, um, uh, with a a coach like Doug and all the coaches that are around that has that experience, um, experience at a high level um, and, you know, that player connection, you could feel that, you know. So um, I think without even, you know, saying a word, we already had that camaraderie um, coming in and um, just all about working, having everything through the same mind, seeing everything through the same eyes. Um, so, uh, from the jump, that's how it was. So, um, it's, it's it's great. It's been great so far.
2: Marvin, we're going to talk about you here too. I I promise. So the coach praised the quarterback. He also praised you. Here's what Doug Peterson had to say about what you bring.
5: Just a class act. Um, a great vet in the room. Young, there's a lot of young guys in that room. Um, you know, when you're thinking about, you know, the Tim is in there and, and now some of the young practice squad players and just he can be such an impact on on those players, on how he how he handles his business um, and and just a um, great leader with the with the entire team. You know, it's a reason why, um, you know, the players respect him and look up to him and, and um, because of what he's what he's done in this league.
2: So, Marvin, it sounds like you, you haven't had to have that man to man conversation yet with your head coach off to the side this year about your leadership
4: style, huh? Uh, no, definitely not. <laughs> you, know, um, you know, I just come in here and do the same thing I do every year, you know, um, and, you know, showing these guys that you could, you know, you can have success in this league and play at a high level um, and still, you know, do what you have to do on and off the field, um, you, know, you know, to protect the organization, to protect the name on your back. Um, You know, those those values are very important. Um, So um, my job is not only to perform, uh, you know, uh, highly on the field, but to, you know, bridge that that gap, that um, that gray area um, between, you know, uh, rookies or or young players um, and get them, um, you know, get them. Going, you know, and um, so uh, as much as I can do that, that's what I do. And um, that's what I love to do. Um, and the one thing that's that's good is I could go out there and I could really show them, you know, just uh, like a watch me um, and and give them help wherever they need. So, um, you know, I take very uh, much pride in that.
2: You said gray area. You didn't mean gray hair area. You, your name is Junior, but Marvin, you do <laughs> oh, you, know. I, I no, have no. No gray hair. I, you know, so, I got plenty of gray hair. Uh, you, know, you don't. Great to my dad. No, I, I'm saying,
4: though. <laughs> At 32, <laughs> like you are the oldest Jaguar. You, you know that, right, Mark? Oh, yes, most definitely, most definitely. But it's, 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 you know what gives me, what encourages me, you know, when we're on trips and stuff like that? They think I'm the rookie, and they think so. so a lot of the other people are, are the vets are the 32-year-olds. You have so, that hey, youthful look, I think I'm you. doing something right, and I'm going to keep it going. <laughs>
2: hey, yeah. People think I'm like 30. Actually, they don't. But people are surprised. No, I, I get it. And you have to – you carry yourself with the youthful exuberance there. The smile and the headband, I, I, I like it, Marvin. Um, so, we, we dug yeah, this – y- you've heard this before about teams making the playoffs that didn't make them the year before, right? It's been 32 straight years, Marvin, that at least four teams made the playoffs that didn't make it a year before. Last year, there were seven teams that made the playoffs. I know we expanded them, that didn't make it – the year before you guys were two and 14 a year ago. What will it take Marvin Jones Jr. For this team to have that amazing reversal?
4: Uh, what I think you'll see is uh, it's a it's just changing, the, changing the culture and um, changing the buy in. I, I think that's that's really uh, been a, a plus for us. Um, obviously, adding the people that we've had. Um, you're going to see something that's, uh, you know, totally different from last year. Um, but, you know, it's, it's the start of the season. Um, we're, all, we're all excited. We're all happy. Um, I mean, have you've seen a little bit in the, in the preseason what we have to offer, you know, as a team um, and what we can be. And um, I think the sky's the limit, you know. But um, obviously this is the NFL and, and you have to earn that. You have to earn that right. So um, just like, like we say, every day, um, every game, every play, you have to earn it, and I think we will earn that. And you'll uh, you'll see, um, you know, us turn some heads because uh, we we definitely have a team um, that that could do that could do what it does. And um, hey, we'll, it starts on Sunday, so
2: it starts on Sunday in Washington. It's only one game, but people are excited to see what you guys have. And to quote Mike McDaniel, the Dolphins head coach, about Week One overreactions: We're either crowned or we suck. Either way, we have Week Two. We're focused on week one, though. Marvin Jones Jr. Exactly. Good yeah. luck, man, in Washington. Great to have you on.
4: Hey, I appreciate you. Coming up next
2: on NFL Now. We're almost done, but we have time for one more thing before you go about Baker Mayfield. I
6: made my mind I- A lot of football. A lot of football, boys.
0: <laughs> ah! this is me, ah! baby, no tricks. Come on, bull! Touchdowns have a for Scott. Lamb yeah. 10, 5, victory! Let's yeah, let's go! Touchdown! So it Chargers! Yeah, baby! Oh, Vegas oh, my touchdown! Jackpot, baby! And it is over
2: for the Chargers. The Raiders are in the playoffs. I can't even move
0: do they can run like that, give him the. f***ing oh.
3: so be great. Kyler Murray. You are ridiculous. No, 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 no. And it's caught by Kelsey. No, Touchdown,
0: no, no, no. Kansas City.
2: Do you have NFL Plus yet? Hopefully you do. No matter where you are, this is how you now football everybody. Get live local primetime regular season games, postseason games as well on your phone or on your tablet. You get game replays, you get so much more. I have it, I love it. Plus.nfl.com. Do it now and start your seven-day free trial of NFL Plus today. It's time for one more thing before we go. Stacy Dales in Chicago's going first.
5: Matt Eberflus is already winning over Bears fans because there is new grass men at Soldier Field. They're changing the surface. It is a hybrid grass. I asked him today if he is a grass expert, somewhat deflected that notion, but did say it's been something in the works for a while now. They've been planning it. Faster surface should hold up in the winter, and they want to be a fast team. So look for a new surface at Soldier. Don't
2: know if he has a green thumb or not. Bucky Brooks, one more thing.
9: Hey, I'm fascinated to see what Ken Dorsey does in his debut as the play caller for the Buffalo Bills. There's a lot of concerns about can he keep this offense rolling like Brian Dayball had it rolling. I'll go back to this. Early 2000s, Ken Dorsey was a quarterback of the Miami Hurricanes. A lot of talent around, but he somehow found a way to distribute the ball. I think he'll see the weapons that he has find a way to get Josh Allen to be a distributor. This offense to keep it going.
2: Ken Dorsey, very good college quarterback, did not have half the arm that Josh Allen has. Baldy, one more thing. (laughs) A big shout-out to the
3: schedule makers of the NFL. As if week one doesn't have already incredible storylines, we get to see Russell return to Seattle on Monday night. We get to see Baker Mayfield entertain his old team, the Cleveland Browns, in Charlotte Sunday afternoon. But how would you possibly know that Joe Flacco could be starting for the Jets, entertaining the Baltimore Ravens, the team he won the Super Bowl with? Or to see Patrick Mahomes go visit his old college coach, Cliff Kingsbury, in Glendale on Sunday afternoon. I mean, they just create these storylines that make you want to watch.
2: And make you want to watch. Baker, by the way, on the podium just moments ago said of those T-shirts that he was promoting on his Twitter feed, said he wishes he could have come up with those T-shirts. not his idea. It's his marketing idea. They have some hidden messages in there. Quote, it's just a fun thing to do. Okay. My one more thing. You knew Julio Jones wasn't going to wear 85 in the regular season. Julio has switched jersey numbers. He'll be wearing number six on Sunday night. His explanation is, when I catch it, it's six. For Stacy, Bucky and Baldy, I'm Andrew. So long. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History class.
0: Or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn
6: your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long.